Hello, sweet listeners. You just tuned in to the 100th episode of the NetSuite podcast. Woo! Lucky you and lucky me. I am your host, Kendall Fisher, and I have had the utmost privilege of bringing you the past 99 episodes. But for this one, we are doing things a little bit different. NetSuite Business and Finance Editor Megan O'Brien and Senior Content Marketing Manager Ian McHugh, both of whom have hopped on to guest host with me over the past year, are putting me in the hot seat and taking you on the journey of the past 99 episodes. I talk about the beginnings of the podcast, how it's evolved over the past four years, the most memorable guests and moments we've had, and so much more. You'll also want to stay tuned for the very end as I will be making a big announcement. And with that, coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. So Kendall, when the NetSuite podcast started back in 2018, not many corporations had their own podcast. What was the idea behind starting this? First, I have to say it's really weird to be on this end and not the one asking <laughs> the questions. Um, so I have to get used to this a little bit. I want to like jump in and take the wheel, but I will not do that on this episode. You're in the um, hot seat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so back in 2018, when we started this, um, that's actually when I joined NetSuite. I worked under Jason Maynard and he had this vision for really creating a, a publishing sort of subsidiary, if you will, um, within the NetSuite umbrella. Um, I think all of us have actually, we're are, are pretty much part of that. Um, Ian and Megan, both of you guys are writers and you're helping obviously on the video on the podcast side. Um, but that was his vision was to create a publishing platform essentially under the NetSuite umbrella. Um, so through that, there would be contents like content like blogs and articles, video content, and then of course, audio podcasts. So I think there's like a three part answer to that question. The idea behind starting this back then, um, one was, you know, another opportunity to share the awesome things that our customers are doing. We always want to put our customers first and give them a platform to tell their stories and no better way to do that than, than through podcasting. Um, just another opportunity to tell that story. Uh, another was a, a way to unveil really what's been happening with the product updates and, and deep dives into product con content in a longer form where we could actually sit and kind of dissect it. Um, you know, you only have so much time on video with, with people and their uh, attention spans, but podcast people really sit down and listen to. And so it's an, it's an opportunity to dive, dive deeper into content, especially around product. And then, you know, like any podcast to dive into what's topical for our network, our listeners, for example, you know, COVID-related challenges, supply chain, demand planning and forecasting, all of that. Um, you know, we, we dove deep into topics that our audience wanted to hear about and learn about and learn how to, you know, navigate. So um, those are really the, the three big areas. And early on, what were some of the goals for using a new medium to uh, showcase the NetSuite brand and our awesome customers? Yeah, um, 
I mean, we didn't have a presence um, in podcasting when I joined in 2018. Um, and podcasts had met, hit a major resurgence, you know, really with Serial, if, if you think. But I mean, that's what it did for me, at least. I got into podcasts with Serial, which came out around 2014. I know there was a bit of a resurgence before that, that with some major shows, Joe Rogan, for example. Not saying that I shipped Joe Rogan, just saying that that was one of the bigger podcasts to come out um, and really get, you know, kind of lead the podcast resurgent, like I said, serial. Um, so there was a good, you know, four ish years, give or take that we really hadn't targeted that audience, the folks who love to listen to content rather than say, read or, or watch. Um, so that was kind of like the, the goal, you know, the, the goal was to hit that, that audience. I don't think we really knew not having a whole lot of other businesses like ours to look at in the space. I don't think we really knew what, what to expect. Um, we wanted to gain a loyal following was our, was our major goal. And then really just provide another opportunity to, to share stories. And, and, you know, we, we definitely reach both of those. And Kendall, whenever um, I think whenever there's a, a kind of new initiative, a big project like this, that that's kind of new to a company, there's usually one person or a couple of people kind of behind it, sponsoring it, if you will, who, who is that person for the podcast that, that kind of believed that a software company, you know, could, could do this and, and that it would actually work as well. Easy. Jason Maynard. Um, like I said, I came under, I came in under Jason Maynard when he was working um, um, at NetSuite. Uh, he's moved over to the Oracle side now, but I came in under him when, uh, when he was here at NetSuite. Um, and I would say me second, but Jason really, he, he, he's a visionary. He really is. Um, he knew this was a space where we could truly succeed. And, and we definitely have, um, we, like I said, we have a really strong loyal listener base now. Um, so I would say, Jason, for sure. I mean, you know, he talked to me about it. I can vividly remember having this conversation about it um, in my interview with him, which was the 10th interview I had for NetSuite um, back in in February of, of 2018. Um, and I can vividly remember him asking me like, hey, do you have any podcasting experience? Like, what do you think about starting a podcast in this space? And, you know, in an interview, you're going to you're going to say, yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> of course. I think that's, but had I done it before? No, I had not. I had not done it before. I had friends who had done it. So I had, I had resources to rely on. I, I, had, I hadn't personally started a podcast, so it was a good learning curve for me. But, um, but yeah, so I, you know, shipped by Jason for sure. But I have to say, um, kind of going back to those goals, I, I had actually, I had three people approach me at Sweet World this year. Um, and then multiple BDRs randomly over the past few years tell me that they, listen to the NetSuite podcast from the beginning to really better understand the product and our customers, our priorities, our initiatives, our network, um, which is, which is really cool to hear. I, you know, I, I'll get to this probably a, a little bit later, but I didn't, um, you know, sometimes you don't know what, what, what people are doing with the content. Um, and so I can see how many people are listening and downloading, which is always really, really, you know, that always makes you feel good, but how people are actually utilizing it and learning is a, is a different uh, kind of ball game. And, um, that was really cool to hear those people say like, Hey, this is, this has really helped me, um, in my, in my journey, whatever it may be as a, it was one of them was a partner. One was a customer. Uh, like I said, a few BDRs. So pretty cool. Yeah. I think we all like getting that, that little shot of confidence, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah. so in the early days, as you know, I kind of went back through the, the archives over the last several days, it seems like most of the guests were more, you know, people that are our, our colleagues here at NetSuite. And they were talking about things like different products, different initiatives. Um, when did you start kind of hosting more customers on the podcast and maybe what or why, you know, wh why, why that, um, that, that focus on, on customers as well? Yeah. 
I mean, the goal, like I said, the goal was always to feature, to, you know, have another platform to tell not only our story, the NetSuite story, but it's always to tell our customer stories. We, we work with, you know, 32,000 plus customers all over the globe um, in all different industries who are all doing really cool things. And so, you know, the more opportunities we have to share those stories, the better. Um, but really, you know, the, the reason for that shift was when I, when I looked at the strategy behind the NetSuite podcast, again, we didn't have a presence. So I needed to understand how we were going to set this up for our listeners down the road. So really those first few episodes um, was, was about telling the NetSuite stories. How do we set up the opportunity to have our customers tell the story. Well, first you got to tell the NetSuite story. So um, we we ended up kind of starting off that way. I think actually episode, the, not I think, I know, the very, very first episode was actually with Evan Goldberg, our founder and EVP talking about founding the company. Um, so we started there. We kind of talked about some of our big strategies and initiatives back then, um, which which was really global growth, helping businesses, you know, expand, expand globally, helping businesses tackle the challenges that, um, sometimes get in the way of growth. And, and that is still very much um, our North Star today, right? Um, obviously, with the changes that we're seeing in the current landscape, some of that has changed. It's really, you know, helping really increase productivity to increase to improve the bottom line. But um, but that was our very first episode, very first few episodes was like, what, who are we? What's our goals? What's our initiatives? And then we got into the the customer after that. And like I said, the customer was always giving the customer a place to tell their story was always the was always the end goal. We just needed to set it up the right way. And have you gotten kind of positive feedback that, that people enjoy hearing customer stories and just kind of hearing that firsthand perspective, I guess, on on what it's like on their end? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the ways that we, you know, we market NetSuite, right, is is if we work with tens of thousands of businesses all over the globe in all different industries, all different sizes, doing all different things. If we've if we've done this once, you know, if we've done this once, we've done it a thousand times. Um, so I think hearing stories that our, you know, prospects um, or even our own customers can re- can relate to is super important. In fact, three of our top 10 episodes are customer episodes. And how else would you say the, the podcast has kind of evolved since those first few episodes, you know, four plus years ago now? Yeah, I don't think I realized how much content we <laughs> we would want to be sharing. I think I thought, okay, well, this will be you know, we'll, we'll share our customer story. We'll share some updates that are happening with NetSuite. And I, you know, one of the big things that we do here across the board, whether it's for releases or for the podcast, video content, demo content, we listen to what our customers are saying. And I was hearing our customers say they love diving into the product more so than I thought that they would want to on a podcast. So we actually started releasing um, updates around our uh, our, our biannual releases. So we have two releases a year, um, two updates for NetSuite a year that we do podcasts around. Um, at first we covered these around, across like multiple episodes. Cause you know, when we do um, in those releases, we have a bunch of different updates. Right. And so I think at first I didn't, none of us really knew how to kind of get that content out. Um, so at first we covered, all the different areas across multiple episodes. And then finally we figured it out. Our sweet spot really was to to cover it all in one, give everybody kind of a gist of what to expect from the release and then go um, to further content blogs and, and stuff like that to, uh, to learn more. Um, and then I think another big way it changed. And again, like I, I kind of noted this earlier, but like we had, we had like everybody else, we had to pivot among, you know, amid the changes with COVID. Um, so one, one way was, 
for example, we had to figure out how to incorporate audio into our virtual events. You know, in-person is very different from our virtual, from virtual um, events. And it's not, it's never going to be the same, but we wanted to make it as cool as possible. So figuring out how to incorporate audio into that. So we started doing a lot of like recaps on, on what happened during our on-air events when we were doing virtual events um, over the past several years before coming back to sweet world finally um in 2021 and 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 then again this year and uh you know we'll be moving into hopefully sweet connects in the near future again but um really figuring out how to incorporate audio into that was a big thing um and then i think another big thing is incorporating um our new series the office of the cfo which megan helps me head up um we have a huge finance audience and a lot of folks really enjoy hearing those hearing about how um, various folks that we work with, other either thought leaders or, or even you know CFOs of, of customer companies that we work with, how they've gotten to where they've gotten to, um, and that's a really cool thing that we. Gosh, Megan, when did we start implementing that? I want to say maybe it was like March. Did we start March or earlier? Might have been a little bit earlier. Um, it's it's been a blur of fun <laughs> finance time. So yeah, um, I don't know. I've loved it. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. So. Let's, let's get into something a little less fun. Um, <laughs> what were the biggest challenges in those early days of the podcast? Um, well, like I said, I had never run a podcast before. I had a lot of friends who had done it. I had never personally uh, done so myself. So I really had to figure it all out from the ground up, literally in my first few months here at NetSuite. So not only was I learning NetSuite, the product, you know, our customers, it's just like every operation, like everything. I also was like, oh, I need to learn how to launch a podcast. So that was a big learning curve. Um, now I feel like I could do it with my hands tied behind my back and my eyes closed. But um, that was definitely a learning curve, I think. Um, and I think one of, uh, I think a challenge across the board in any content that you're creating is why why this why are we utilizing this platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why why should this be a blog or an article versus why should this be a video versus why should this be a podcast and understanding um, that and really understanding what our audience wanted would, would have been probably another big challenge to figure out. Uh, well, so what advice would you give to others just now starting a podcast? I, I mean, it goes right back to that. So first and foremost, how to have a strategy. You need to understand what your strategy is. What's your mission? What is your, what, what, who is your target audience? What do they want to hear? Um, understanding what that is first and foremost is, is, you know, obviously critical to, to anything. Um, and then having a cue, like having a chunk of episodes that you've already recorded lined up in your schedule um, so that you never end up missing and that actually, I guess I would, I guess I need to go back on that. So you need to have a cadence. Consistency is key for podcasting. Mm -hmm. Your audience wants to, they want to know when they're going to get their next episode. So we have our cadence lined up. We put out episodes every other Monday, maybe one day it'll be more, maybe it'll be every Monday at some point. That is my goal. I think I told you guys that (laughs) my goal is to get a podcast out every Monday, but the way that I was able to do it, do that with the resources that we have allotted to us was basically to do it every other Monday. So have that cadence and then get a, have a lineup to plug into that cadence and get out as far in advance as you can so that you never have to miss a week. Because again, consistency is key to keeping up with your audience. So I think um, I started with like five to 10 episodes already lined up so that I can, I could continue recording and get those episodes ready to go and, and make sure I don't, you know, miss a day. 
How did six out of the top seven best-performing tech stocks gain visibility and control over financials, inventory, planning, and budgeting with NetSuite by Oracle? Answers at netsuite.com slash code, netsuite.com slash code. So, Kendall, we're here at episode 100 now, but if you were to look back at those first 99 episodes, what were some of the most memorable interviews or memorable moments? Oh, it is so weird to think about. I can remember thinking, I wonder what it'll be like to get to 100 episodes. Let's take it back to June of 2018. Like I said, I interviewed Evan Goldberg as my very, very first guest. I had already interviewed him, I think, once before at Sweet Roll. But mind you, that I'm I'm three, at that point, three months, two or three months into my career here at NetSuite. So, you know, interviewing Evan was like a huge thing. Like I was so nervous. Um, like I said, I had interviewed him at Sweet World before, but this was a super intimate setting. I had never really heard the full NetSuite founding story. I hadn't really sat with him one-on-one -on -one without anybody in the room to kind of dive into the founding of NetSuite and our NetSuite story as well as, as, well as his goals and priorities. So it was really, it was a really, really cool moment. Um, and by the way, it is still our highest performing podcast episode to date. So um, that, that was, that's a good feeling. You know, your very first episode hits it out of the park, which was great. But I, uh, I talked that up to everybody loving Evan Goldberg and, uh, but that, you know, good way to start. Um, but I think, uh, I think some of my favorites that sound out like, well, let me, I'm trying to think I'm, mm, we had an episode early on with St. Hope, which is a nonprofit out of uh the like Sacramento area of California. Um, and they actually revealed how they utilize the money that they saved with NetSuite. So they were able to save a bunch of money with NetSuite, you know, from being able to scale up without adding headcount, right? Um, so that money that they saved, they actually utilized and spread out to give all of their teachers a raise, which was like so cool. I come from a family of teachers. So that was a really cool moment for me to hear that in the podcast. And I think that's important to note is like when we're talking about why why a podcast what instead of a video or a blog or something like that and it's cool to hear it was the cfo at the time it was cool to hear the cfo say those words and hear how proud he was of that right um and we could dive into that in a podcast because it gave us more time to do so so that's like it's those moments where you go oh this is why we're doing this this is why this makes sense um so that's a moment that really st stands out for me it was an early moment in the podcast where i went oh right this is why we are doing this um mm -hmm. i think a few of the others that stand out for me just really cool cfo of the golden state warriors the former i should say the former cfo of the golden state warrior warriors jennifer cobble was a great interview um she talked about their kind of success on and off the court. It was cool to dive into the business side of the Golden State Warriors. We had Stephen Dubner from Freakonomics on another. I mean, he's a legend. <laughs> that was a great one. An OG. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think some some of the companies that we work with that are just kind of like household names that we got on this ep on this podcast: Duolingo, Forksicle, Beekman eighteen oh two. Just really cool to have. Um, I have to note this because I think one of, when you say memorable, right? Like these are all amazing guests and names and brands, but memorable. I one time flew to Denver to record an episode with you, Ian, on the Wayfair decision. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting times. I know. Um, Sales tax. I know. I know. And we, it was, that was like, a, you need to go meet with Ian now and get this done. It wasn't just you though. I did. I also recorded an episode of, uh, about ASC 842 um, uh, during that trip as well. But it's just funny to think about those days of like, really, I mean, I flew to go record some of these podcasts in person because not everybody 
had the technology that they have now working from home. We all have mics. We all have setups in which we're able to kind of record these remote. But back then, we that wasn't something that we did. We we went we did it all in person. So just a, a memory that's always funny to me to look back on. I'll gloss over the fact that you didn't come visit me in Denver while you were there, but <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I think that was before I worked at NetSuite. So I think you couldn't have known. You couldn't have known. It's okay. Couldn't, couldn't have. <laughs> uh, so what made the NetSuite podcast success? What's made it successful to this point? What do you think has allowed it to develop a really loyal audience? consistency. I will say that over and over and over again. Um, People think I'm nuts when I'm like, if we don't get this podcast episode today, I'm not going to be happy. But um, (laughs) truly consistency is the name of the game when it comes to podcasting. Um, And then I think to that, you know, you have to tell an engaging story and using the data to discuss what the audience wants to hear. And that's, that's really what we, I mean, we, we, we harp on data. I don't want to say harp, but you know, we talk a lot about data here at NetSuite and using the data to really understand your business and make the decisions you need to make to move your business forward. And that's exactly what I do with the NetSuite podcast. I dive into the data. I understand, you know, what's, what our audience, um, you know, typically engages with or likes or listens or what has the most downloads, you know, right. Um, and, and that's really what's driving the content. So it's definitely kind of listening to the wants and needs of the audience. Um, so that's huge. But the the podcast realm is this crowded, competitive, crazy space. What do you think sets the NetSuite podcast apart from the rest? The people, our customers, which I think all boils down to really authenticity. Um, that might sound super weird, like coming from me because I, I am the host of the podcast, but like authenticity just in in the way that our, our customers talk about NetSuite, talk about their, you know, not, it's really not even talking about NetSuite, talk about their own stories. I mean, you hear that and you, you listen to that, you can hear the pride, you can hear the hard work, right. When they're telling that story over the, over the podcast. Um, and then even the people within NetSuite that, that share what's going on, uh, you know, from a product perspective or announcements or what have you, um, everybody is genuinely excited about what we're doing and about, about what they're doing. Our customers are genuinely, genuinely excited to share what they've got going on, to share how they're utilizing NetSuite to do the things that they do, which is, you know, really cool. Um, and then, you know, I think even the people that, that are, you know, work at NetSuite, we're genuinely excited about what we do and how we help businesses, you know, move the needle and, and really become, what they want to become. Everybody's genuinely excited about that. We have a really cool mission here in NetSuite. And so I think that's what makes us stand out when people come on here, they want to talk about it. They're excited to talk about it. It's not, you know, they're not like doing it begrudgingly, right? So Kendall, about two and a half years ago now, COVID came and, and kind of shut the world down in a in a very short period of time, a, ma- a matter of days, really. Um, and, and at that point, you know, you kind of had to figure out how to do this remotely. You've Reference this a, a couple times, but I imagine that was a really kind of hectic moment. Obviously, a big change. What do you kind of remember about that that time? I know I've alluded to this a bit. Um, it was a big change. Like I said, um, first, more than just the technological difficulties of it, um, we had we had not recorded podcasts virtually at that point. I am a firm believer in connecting with people in person. I really do still believe that. Um, I, I think there's a complete difference in sitting down with somebody and talking to them and telling their story and interviewing them when you're in person with them. You can make a connection before you hit record. You can kind of get to know them a little bit. You can kind of watch their body language and their mannerisms, right? So 
doing it virtually was a completely, you know, it's funny. I, I almost, I almost wrote, it was a change to figure out. And I actually like weirdly my word doc changed it to chance. It's a chance to figure out. And it really was, it was an opportunity to figure out how to connect with guests virtually. How do you ensure that the episode remains authentic without being able to make that in-person connection, without being able to see their mannerisms and, and how they're, you know, reacting to what you're asking or talking about. Um, and and I think I think we did, I mean, between all of the virtual events that we've done over the past couple of years, as well as, you know, bringing the podcast and, and recording it virtually, I think we, we figured it out. Um, there's a method to the madness, uh, but it was definitely a, an obstacle to, to overcome. Um, and then of course, I'm, you know, the obvious being the technology, the technology aspect of making sure the sound is okay for recording. Um, and part of that was putting aside my kind of OCD perfectionist tendencies um, and understanding that when you can't control the environment, you know, I mean, this is like kind of a macro thing, right? Like no, none of us could control what we experienced over the past several years. Um, and that boiled down to the teeny tiny bit of me figuring out how to let go of my kind of perfectionist um, tendencies when it came to recording these podcasts and understanding that some of them just weren't going to be perfect, but the story is still there. And if people, you know, people can listen and they'll still love it. Um, still want to make sure it's the best though. So <laughs> do my best to make sure the sound is okay, but you know, it wasn't always perfect. Personal growth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So why do you and our marketing leaders at NetSuite continue to believe in this podcast? Easy. Uh, we believe in our customers and their stories, and we believe in our own story. I mean, like I said, everything happening in the NetSuite community is so cool from the, what are what the businesses we work with are doing to what we're, what we're doing to help them do that. I mean, all of it is, is really cool. So the more, the more that we do, the more our customers do, the more opportunities there are to, you know, share it. You know, I always find myself after we talk to some of our customers or we go to Sweet World, all of a sudden I've bought like several customer products just because the enthusiasm is just so contagious. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad you said that, Megan, because um, I'm pretty sure Ian recently bought something uh, that he mm -hmm. might want to talk about um, after his recent customer experience. Ian, what did you buy after Sweet World? I bought some some cowboy boots from Tecovis as a Western man. You know, they really <laughs> it really just kind of fit my profile, my style. I'm trying to branch out, uh, become a little bit cooler, maybe a little bit edgier. And oh. I thought that that could be a good step in that direction. Yeah. And yes, the marketing the marketing works. It's the just it's works. proof of that. Yeah. Well, I'm, All right. I'm yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, if you. Uh, other than the sales opportunities, apparently, but if you had to pitch executives or thought leaders on why they should be a guest on the NetSuite podcast, what would that look like? Give us the elevator pitch. Oh, I could do this. I can do this easy peasy now. Thousands of listeners across the globe from every industry of every company size and every job role. It's a chance to share your story, be that your company story or your own leadership story. And it's a whole new audience to be able to market that to. Mm-hmm. And if you could have any guests on the podcast, who would it be? Oof. Um, do I have to pick just one? You do. You do. <laughs> we ask we ask the hard questions. Yeah, you do. Hard look at these hard hitting questions. Um, I think I would say from a NetSuite business perspective, Larry Ellison. Um, I think that combo could probably take a few turns, which, you know, always makes for exciting content, but 
really just hear to hear his perspective um, on NetSuite and really his belief in NetSuite. We get to hear that kind of through Evan Goldberg um, a lot, but it would be awesome to hear it from from Larry himself. And so since kind of we're kind of at this this landmark moment, if you will, this being the 100th episode, what do you kind of foresee for the the future of the NetSuite podcast? Yeah, well, um, I mean, I kind of uh, I kind of hinted at this in the in the intro to this episode, but um, we you know, I think this is as good a time as ever to say, I will actually be stepping away from the NetSuite podcast. Um, I am moving into a bit of a new role overseeing video across Oracle and NetSuite. I'm not leaving NetSuite. I'm just uh, stepping into a role where I have to be more hands-on on the video side of things. Um, I'm obviously super excited and, and, and humbled by that opportunity, but it is bittersweet. This is the NetSuite podcast has been one of my babies. Obviously, starting this was a whole new challenge and one that I've really, really enjoyed. And, and you know, four years and like we said, 100 episodes later, I, I'm, I am sad, but I feel very confident in NetSuite's, the NetSuite podcast's next chapter, which is I always do this in these episodes. Sometimes I'm like, drum roll, please. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty good, uh, actually. It was it? Okay. Um, actually, Megan and Ian. So the reason you guys are interviewing me is because uh, you will be taking over the NetSuite podcast here to come. You know, you guys have, have hopped in and really helped on this quite a bit over the past year. And I feel really good about handing the reins over to you both. Um, Megan will continue to bring all of our, our Office of the CFO content, plus really any additional content we're needed. And, and Ian will handle all of our NetSuite customer and product discussions. Um, and again, like this, you know, this is flexible. We'll, we'll see where this, where this goes. But um, for now, I am handing it over to our amazing hosts today, Ian and Megan, you guys are, you guys are going to do a great job. And who's to say you won't have me back, right? Maybe, maybe you'll have me come on an, an, on an episode in the future. We'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, <laughs> now spot. that we have the power, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but what what advice, Kendall, do you have, I guess, for the two of us as kind of the the future hosts or soon to be hosts of the NetSuite podcast? I mean, it goes back to what I think makes this podcast stand out. Uh, be authentic. Be you. Don't be afraid to nerd out over the cool things our customers are doing and the cool things we're doing to help our customers. Um, tell the story and give the story justice would be my would be my advice. Now, I, I have to ask, what will you miss most about hosting and putting together this podcast twice a month? Everything. <laughs> I know. I, I, I really, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this and, and when we were kind of having the discussions about, about what to do um, here. Um, but I, I will miss talking with people across the NetSuite community. It is, it's different than video. Like I said before, it's different than video. You get to kind of dive deeper. You get a whole, you kind of sometimes get a new personality um, out of people than you do mm -hmm. when they're, when they're in front of the camera or when they're talking to you, just like for a blog post. Um, it's really cool to hear them tell their story. So I, I love that this platform allows them to do that. Um, and that story gets to kind of twist and turn a little bit than it can maybe for like a blog or an article or a video. Like, like I said, our attention spans are so, so short that we kind of just have to get to what we have to get to in a two and a half minute video or what have you. And, you know, our articles aren't necessarily diving into, you know, I'm uh, going back to Melissa Harrington and, and, uh, you know, some of the weirdest writers she's had um, in working in the music industry for a little bit um, and, and just hearing some of those stories like that. You don't get that in the articles. You don't get that in the video. And so I, I'm going to miss hearing those tidbits on the podcast for sure. And what's maybe one of the biggest things or 
where we can say a few of the biggest things that you've learned hosting this podcast? Yeah, I'm not going to choose just one. I can't do that. Um, I think that there are so many cool things about our products and our customers that we, that we get to hear in this, in this podcast. Again, you, you don't always get those tidbits in an article or in a video. Um, so hearing about the really, really cool things and just personality traits and quirks and backgrounds, um, that's something that I really learned just how cool our, our customers are, how cool the people at NetSuite are, how cool our product is. That's definitely one. Um, another doesn't have to be perfect. So this might be a, also like a, a tip for you guys too. It doesn't have to be perfect. Let the story do the talking, let the story shine in whatever way it's meant to be told. It's not always going to be the result that you thought, but sometimes it ends up being really cool anyway. Um, I mean, you guys have hosted them, Megan, you've been on with me where episodes have taken a complete turn and we get to like three of the <laughs> of the you know 40 questions that we laid out for the episode um but that's okay it's what it was meant to do um and honestly um you know again i i say this i i did not know how the podcast was imp impacting our listeners um i do you know, this whatever but i i do all of us do a lot at netsuite we all wear a lot of different hats and you know this was one of the many hats that i wear and sometimes like i said i didn't know how people were what they were utilizing the content for, how they were learning from it. Um, and hearing from folks that they really do <laughs> utilize this as a resource was, was really big for me. I thought, you know, I thought about this, this is going to sound weird, but I was in boxing yesterday and I was, I'm typically in the front row, but I signed up late. So I was in the very back corner. Um, and I kind of, I, I like, it was like a, again, like a learning curve for me where I was like, it, it really doesn't matter if you're in the front row or in the back corner, if you are able, like, if you're able to be in the front row and put in a hundred percent because people are watching you and you're able to encourage them that, that way, that's amazing. Right. But if you're in the back corner and you're still giving a hundred percent, even with nobody looking at you, that's like a self, that's a really big thing to be proud of in your, in yourself. Um, that you can give that effort with no one watching that you give it your all no matter what. And, and that pays off. And that's what I, I, it's a weird kind of analogy, but like, I feel that way with this podcast. I maybe don't always hear about the podcast. It's not something that's up and in everybody's face all the time. It's not something we promote all the time. It's not on all of our social channels all the time. Right. Like it is like maybe some of the other stuff that I do is NetSuite TV or some of the video content, but people are listening and they are learning. And, uh, for that reason, I, I am, I'm very happy that I always gave it a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's kind of the, a perfect closing thought there. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Megan and I will, we'll do our best to always give it a hundred percent as well. Um, and, and we certainly appreciate all the listeners out there. Yeah. Well, you guys absolutely will. And I, I look forward to the next chapter of the NetSuite podcast. Yeah. And thank you for coming on Kendall to kind of give the, the fun hundred episode look back. I think it's, it's kind of, it's just so cool to see how far it's come. Well, thank you so much, Megan. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much to Ian and Megan for giving me the chance to look back on the past 99 episodes and four years of content with all of you. And before I sign off for the last time, at least for a while here on the NetSuite podcast, I really could not do it without a few thank you. So first, thank you to our editing crew over at Lampstand. You all have been with me on this journey from the very start, and I don't think there will ever be enough gratitude in the world 
to share with you. So thank you so much. Thank you to Jason Maynard for encouraging me to start this podcast. We have come so far and done so much. And I, I just, I hope we have made you proud. And finally, thanks to all of you, our loyal listeners. It has been such a blast. And like I said, I look forward to this new chapter with Ian and Megan, and I'll be sitting in your seat right there with you, listening and tuning in whenever a new episode gets published. It is definitely not goodbye. It's talk with you soon. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.